Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mario from the Lucha Outsider Show. And this is what we got for episode 85. New Japan Pro Wrestling has one of the best shows of the year with the G1 special on Access TV. What were the best matches of the night and unfortunate incidents? Ring of Honor announces a big match. Can it affect All In? WWE Extreme Rules talk and MLW bringing back war games? All this and much, much more. Now... Onto the show. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Lucha Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah! What's up with your voice cracking, bro? (laughs) We are here. What's going on, everybody? Lucha Outsiders show. At Lucha Outsiders. I don't know why I moved the mic. At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel that seals the deal. The villain that stays chilling. I feel like I got Matt Elbow in hand room. Oh, yeah, we got now. Uh, where was that? The villain that stays chilling. The anti-hero of the IWC. Yeah. Your boy, Your Mr. Boy. Rated R. And we're going to take you guys on a little tour today. We're going to take you up and down the wrestling world with everything that's going on. Share this video. Let the people know that we are here. If you guys missed the Facebook Live, where can they find us, Corey Grace? always check us out and subscribe to the podcast version of the show. I feel like I'm selling something right now. You can always check out the podcast version of the show. Subscribe yeah. everywhere, wherever you get your podcast needs. iTunes, SoundCloud, La Lab, or if you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, Tune in. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you leave us a five-star frog slash rating review. Comments, grievances, bury the one of us. It'll most Me. likely be Me. this guy right here. In just a little bit, I'm going to tell you how you can support us, the show. Yeah. With our sponsors. Yeah. Um, Tyler and Elba. Check him out at Show Fuboleo. Yeah, I know it's soccer season. That means Mundial type yeah, shit. Yeah, baby. Up. And you can check out yours truly yeah. at Rated R since 87. Over there. Over there. Can you turn that back on? Yeah, you didn't know? It's been a couple weeks already. I'm back. I'm back on IG. Yeah. For the so, time being. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, guys, let everybody know that we're here. We're going to take on a little trip. Let us know how the mics sound. We don't have these ones anymore. We have these now. Uh, Mario feels like he's selling. I feel like I'm selling something. I feel like... But wait, there's more. No? Not that guy? The Sham Wow. Remember... This is going back to wrestling. Uh Remember when DDP went through that smiling gimmick where he used to be like... I like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make you <laughs> like you. Yeah, I fi- he w- he had like a little one of these little gimmicks yeah. on his head, and he kept on talking with his hands, like we do now, like we're doing now. We have hands free now. What do they call those people? They call uh, motivational speakers yeah. when they talk. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Maybe you should. Maybe maybe. Don't drink and drive, kids. Also, don't no. rob. Yes. Don't rob. Don't, don't stab. Don't stab either. Yeah, that's um, a bad one. What's another one? Tax fraud. Yes. (laughs) No tax frauds. Well, you guys sound great. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, So if you want to keep supporting us so we can keep on getting little gadgets here and there to help improve the show, improve the quality of the show, the sound of the show, and the The look of the show. The quality. And maybe 
we could help his appearance out somewhat. Um, I was going to go get a haircut, but I had other stuff to do. Congratulations. So so early. Um, Head over to our sponsor of the show, ColarAndElbowBrand.com. Uh, the likes of Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, Yeah, we got to find Al something Snow. to do with the hands now. I know, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, Al Snow, Nia Jax, can I do the Carmella, Graves? so many others. Rock, collar, and elbow brand. <laughs> so um, use our promo code Lucha Rated R. It will save you uh-huh. 10%. See, 10%. 10%. You can't do five and then five. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> save 10% Ay, uh, on your next purchase. Also, if you want to support us directly, uh-huh. head over to LosRadio.com. Pick up a hat. Pick up a shirt. Pick up both. I have a puppy and a shit ton of bills. He has mad kids. Poor, poor kids. Um, poor kids. A mortgage. But it's okay and, because and you, it's just because you know the GoFundMe for Futbolero has actually uh, been helping us out too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that collateral damage, you know. Okay. Like Futbolero gets stuff, you know, Lucha gets stuff. We got a brand new camera too, so we just want to thank everybody that did donate to the Futbolero uh, 2018 World Cup GoFundMe that we put together. Um, we were able to get new lights again. Yeah. We got to get more storage. Um, we, <laughs> that's the next one. Uh-huh. So if you guys want to donate, you can actually go to GoFundMe.com and just look for Mundial Ale. Mundial Ale. See? What, 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 are the, what is the chat room saying? We got Jessica on there saying that we sound great. We also have Renee Simbana. We have a, a whole bunch of people that are joining with us. James Esponto, what up, Jessica? Shout out to everybody on the yeah. Facebook chat. Like now we, yo, uh, we gotta find. Bro, I'm, I'm gonna be talking with my hands yeah, like, through for this I can whole cro- I can episode. Cross my arms like this. And just I'm gonna be out. talking like this throughout the whole episode. Yeah, because I feel like I have a lot of arm room right here. Yeah. Okay. And it's good too. So there, there because oh, then you can press the button. Congratulations. Of course, you but why yourself. are you giving me that? Uh, for me, just just in case. You know what. No, but Congratulations, <laughs> you played You handle this area of yours, okay? And I'll handle and this. And I have. A quick reminder, don't let Leo support your team. Fuck you. I was actually supporting. <laughs> let me see. I was, a support, I was supporting Belgium and they lost. You, I've said it. I was supporting. Uh, was I supporting England? No, no, it doesn't no. matter. I said it on this show. Yeah. I said it to, on Speedy Show. Deportando shout out to Speedy. Yes, yeah, you to are a jinx. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're a jinx. Thirty percent. A little bit more. Thirty-five. Oh, sixty-five. So you're getting close. Seventy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you are a jinx. Okay. Uh, you're a jinx. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay because you know you're not the only one that that's a jinx. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the audio sounds great. People are uh, saying on the chat. Thanks, if you guys peeps. like the audio, little you know, th- thumbs up. If you don't like the audio, you could do a little like pissed off face, like the one with the like down like that, like, the Mario face. We can call that because you do the Urgh. no. Okay. Um. So a lot of things has happened uh-huh. the past um since last Tuesday since we did our show uh before Fourth of July. Yeah. We don't need that mic anymore. Yeah, we definitely don't need that. So. <laughs> um, a lot of things has happened. <laughs> I think the most trending out of all of them is probably the New Japan stuff, but we're going to cover that towards the tail end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about something that happened on Saturday with Brock Lesnar and Daniel Cormier at UFC 226. I don't think you guys got to talk about it in Deportando, right? No. Which is Speedy Show. Like no, no, we, we didn't get to Speedy. talk about it, but I did get to talk about it with my Brock Lesnar uh, boy, who he seemed depressed for like the last four months because Brock Lesnar's not on TV. Shout out to Joey, mm-hmm. but he had a little pep in his step when I saw him on Monday. Oh, I bet he did. Like you know when Brock Lesnar comes out and he does dun, a little 
the little, dun, 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 on the dun, side. Dun, that was him. Dun, okay. That was him. That was him. He was like, Woo! Yeah! Woo! So did you ask him why he was so chippy? No, I knew what it was. Okay. So I had to rain on his parade. I was like, they're selling that shit just like if it was wrestling. So oh, well, if you well, believe that, that's some bullshit. Well, let's first give a... a Congratulations. No, not 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 a play. No, no. Congratulations to Daniel oh, Cormier because he won his fight first round oh, yeah, knockout. Um, now Hashtag he's holding the two. Leo Jinx. He's holding two titles. Okay. He's holding the UFC light heavyweight championship, and yeah. he's also holding the UFC heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. So, so he gained a couple pounds, you know, to move bit. to the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. First round knockout. Good for him. Thirty nine years old. That's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, and you don't you don't see that that often now. Also, a lot of people that don't know about DC, he's a big wrestling fan, so yeah. he knows all about. Working a promo. He's kayfabe. He, he exactly. He he's he's in the end. He he's done a lot of wrestling podcasts. How much he mm-hmm. talks about being a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. So he he knows how to work a storyline. If you okay. will. Okay. Okay. Called out Brock Lesnar. He called him out like he was in a wrestling ring. Of course. What I love. And the- th- did you notice that he was on the on the seats all the way at the end, so he didn't have to go through anybody. Brock Lesnar, of course, about. of course, it was uh, it, it, direct shot to the ring, and he just just happened to have a camera on him uh, right when Cormier called him out. And when Brock came in, he he was talking smack, pushed uh, DC, and, and then I wouldn't say all hell broke loose, but I did notice about this whole chaotic thing that happened in the in the octagon. Uh-huh. I was gonna say in the ring, but in the octagon, yeah. Joe Rogan was smiling the whole time because he's like, "This is a fucking work." I'm getting paid. He, he, no, no, no. Paid. It's because he's like, "This is a fucking work." <laughs> <laughs> and then Brock went on cursing, and this shows you guys how much Brock Lesnar could cut a promo. Now check this out: uh, DC cutting better promos than half of the Raw roster. I, he cuts great promos. I well, say first that. of all, it wasn't scripted. No, it wasn't scripted. It was okay. Bullet points. You got to call them out, and then you got. And that goes back to creative and people that are writing all these storylines for for the talent. They should just give the talent bullet points so they could get it covered. Like Chris Jericho has one on record when a yeah. when a when a writer comes up with like with with paper, he throws it out. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. He's I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Give the talent bullet points, and they will get over on the mic, whether is it as a face or as a heel. Mm-hmm. So we see Brock Lesnar shitting on the heavyweight division. Yes, saying that he's coming for a DC mother effer. Mother. So. What up to Mike Cooper, who's tuning in? Great show. So now, we're, so now we're going into talks. When are we going to see Brock Lesnar in the USC? And is there a chance that we're going to see Brock Lesnar not only holding the, the WWE Universal Championship, but also possibly holding the UFC Heavyweight Championship at the same damn time? I see him holding both. I can see it happening as well. I don't see it happening at the 25th anniversary of the UFC. No, because he's going right now in the drug testing. He just, what it, I forget what's the term called. I think it's called like F something. I forget. Doping. No, no, no. There's a oh. testing name for it. Okay. Um, I'm sure Christopher Brown's on chat. He knows the exact term for it. But he went through the testing right okay. now. <laughs> he, January is the earliest that he can fight. Thank you, Chris Brown with the mm-hmm. fire all the time. So it's not going to happen in November, which is the 25th anniversary. Yeah. At the, I think it's going to be an MSG, the 25th mm-hmm. anniversary. So it happened maybe January. A lot of people are saying that it could happen around a Super Bowl weekend or like the weekend okay. before that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm interested. I think it'll be great. Okay. Um, now, whether Brock is going to be clean or not, that's another story. Yeah. This is how I see it going down. If Brock is not clean, okay, they're gonna kayfabe the audience. They're gonna kayfabe the people that are paying pay per view, mm-hmm. and he's gonna pass. So happily, the okay. test. And then if Brock does get the win, 
And then it comes out that he's not going to, they're going to announce it after the pay-per-view's over with. Like they did in his last fight with Mark Hunt. Yeah. Well, Mark Hunt? Mark Hunt. Oh. Samoan okay. dude, I believe. It's no, no, I remember. I watch UFC. You don't know, right? No, you know. Boy. Anyway, uh, what's up, Jose? What's up? Uh, what up, Jose Gonzalez? Hashtag uh, Reeking Club. What's up, Reeking Broskies? Yeah. Uh, pool on July 3rd with Lesnar now. Serving his remaining six months of his suspension, he will be eligible for a fight in January. Is what's going on? Because remember, he's always he's also mm-hmm. suspended. Now, going into and watching what happened at the UFC, it was a work. You you can see it from a, now because we're wrestling fans, so and, we see and, right through it, and everything goes back to wrestling. Of course, mm-hmm. there's a um, there's this guy, and, and and I know his fucking face. I just can't remember his name. The guy knew how to sell. A fight for the UFC. Okay. Uh, Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. Oh, he's another big wrestling fan that's exactly. known as being a big wrestling fan. Did you hear his first uh, podcast that he did with uh, Podcast One? Not a listen Where he to just podcast. he just turned on the mic and he started talking. He was like, bro, every match for the UFC that I sold, I sold it like a wrestling match. I sold I I it did, like I what I saw. I think he might have said that on Conan's podcast too. Okay. But he did it on his first one too, mm-hmm. um, which is a really good podcast too because it, he is a wrestling fan, so it always does come back to wrestling at one mm-hmm. point or another with his podcast. So um, we have people here in the chat. James Esponto, uh, Rican's a wrestling, Jose Genders. Uh, we'll find out. Victoria's calling. Okay, let me go see what's going on with the kids. Well, you um, know what? I got to give you one of these. For what? You played yourself. Just saying. For what? Just saying. Just saying. But I didn't do it. Just saying. I mean, no. But it's okay. It's okay. Don't forget to take off your headset. Yeah, and I gotta turn off the mic because then you'll probably hear me talking out there. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, while Leo uh, hand, got... handles daddy duty. Oh, hello. How are you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, so I am interested in this fight. Um. Now I gotta look at the chat because you know you're you're dipping on me. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just give me yeah, two minutes. It's okay. Um. I say came off Ross SmackDown. Okay. Um. Christopher Brown is already talking about dr shelby so about this brock lesnar deal is it possible that we're going to see a double champion in brock lesnar if he's going to be a ufc champion and also a wwe champion well universal champion whatever you want to call it at the same damn time i think it would be a great look for the wwe whether brock lesnar shows up or not and i know a lot of you not people on the chat per se but a lot of the iwc and these wrestling fans like oh well brock's never on tv he's holding a title listen that title says Finn Balor won it two years ago. That title has been cursed, all right? That title means nothing. We all know the real championship that has the the legacy and, and means something is a title that AJ holds. Um, for those that follow my the the Instagram and the Facebook account at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere, I posted a, a picture yesterday um saying that I missed the World Heavyweight Championship. You know, the NWA, the WCW one, and became WWE, uh, the big gold belt. That title has so much history, and they don't make championships like that anymore. Everything is so generic, and don't get me wrong. I do like the 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 current WWE title, but then they made a universal title. They just threw in a, a red strap on it, and they called it called the universal. So it's like they, it, there's, no, there's no difference there. It's not like, to me, it, it makes it less prestigious, especially I've been on, on the fence with Brock. Like, I, I don't mind Brock disappearing every now and then. I don't mind that. But at the same time, 
Um, you know, that title really means nothing because you have a guy that's the current champion that shows up, well, like once, twice, maybe three times a year. So it's a, whatchamacallit, it is, uh, it sucks. I do have a fantasy booking idea where what we could, what could happen is Brock could just get, let Brock hold the title for however long he wants to do it. I think WWE should still do business with him. But uh, Roman, what are you doing here? And I think I have my new co-host. Roman, come here. Hey, hey, don't close the door. It's okay. It's okay. Don't close the door. Um, I have my new co-host here. Uh, Roman, hey, come here. And he's eating a strawberry. This is a first. Do you have anything to say to the people? Say hi. And as you can tell, he's a better co-host than Leo. But um, we are going to... Also, you guys are talking about the G1 special. We are going to talk about that, but I just want to get... We're going to spend a good amount of time on the G1 special, but we're going to leave that towards the the second half of the show, uh, which is going to cover all this other stuff that happened, like the, the WWE talk and Extreme Rules uh, predictions or whatever. But yes, we are going to talk about the G1 because I did watch the whole show. It was a really, really solid show. But I do have a fantasy booking idea with uh, Brock Lesnar. What they could do is let Brock hold the title, say that he's suspended, and this is Dante. Say hi to the people, Dante. Let Brock hold the title. Let him show up whenever he wants. I think they should hold a tournament for a new championship. Bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. Have a tournament. Whoever wins that, somewhere down the line, this is what happens when you leave. Somewhere down the line, Brock returns and he's the he says he's the rightful champion. And then they can have the face off to unify both the Universal and the World Heavyweight Championship. And then you can finally get rid of of the Universal title because it really means nothing. And the title has been cursed for a very long time since it's been created. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much my idea on that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Leo's doing right now, but let's the show. The show must go on. Um, uh, it just came out today. Um, news about Caitlyn, uh, her fine self. She's gonna be returning to the WWE. She's gonna be uh in the May Young Classic. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I I thought she was very underrated in the ring. I don't think she was a top notch like uh, a Charlotte. Or uh, a Sasha Banks or a Becky Lynch or a Ruby Riot or some of these other girls that are very talented in the ring. But I don't think she was bad either. She had her moments. Do you mean in the Mae Young Classic or when she was No, no, no. She's going to be in the Mae no, Young no, I'm Classic. No, Because you were saying that she was underrated when she was in the ring. No, no. I, when she was uh, in, like, in the company. Okay. When she was, I, I forget how many times she was a former Divas champion. Mm-hmm. When it was still called Divas. Um, I thought she was all right in the ring. Okay. She wasn't bad. So do, do you are you looking forward to the May Young Classic? Yeah, the last May Young Classic was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely interested on, on who's gonna be in there or whatever. I know uh, Diana Perazzo, she just signed a deal with the WWE. Uh, yeah. For those that know who she is, she she's been killing it in the Indies for I don't know how long already. Um, she's the girlfriend of Marty Skrull. So she just Skrull. signed with the WWE not too long ago, and I believe she's gonna be in the May Young Classic. Uh, we might get a couple of familiar faces in the Mayan Classic. Okay. So it should be interesting. I know some people in the chat were talking about the G1 special. I told them that we're going to leave that on the second half yeah. of the show because we're probably going to go into detail. When yeah, it there's a show. lot of things that happen on mm-hmm. that special. Um, mm-hmm. And and 
a lot of things that we've been calling for, yes. if you will. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll leave that to, towards the end. But what you guys could do right now is actually share the video. Yes. Let the people know that we are here. Mm -hmm. We're taking you on a little trip, uh, letting you guys know everything that's going on in the wrestling world. Hopefully, there'll be no more kids involved. Mm -hmm. Motherfucking kids. Don't ever have them. Mm -hmm. if, you, if, if you ever learned something from Leo, don't ever have kids. Well, no one told you to have a shit ton of kids. Congratulations. You played yourself. Just saying. They are overrated. Okay. Um, All the kids. Um, quick case. Ring of Honor note. Uh, I believe it's July twentieth. Uh, uh, Ring of Honor is going to be having a show, and Flip Gordon will be challenging Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight. A boy Flip. Yeah. So this does play into factors of All In and some of the stuff that we've been watching and being the elite, which is the the you know the Young yeah. Bucks and Marty Scroll, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega show. Uh -huh. Um, Flip's whole gimmick right now is getting Flip. Book for all in. Yeah. It's happening September, right? Flip book. He's still book, book flip. flip. Book flip. Congratulations. You played this okay. Um he still hasn't gotten booked. He's been trying. He's been trying to win matches. He's trying to beat Cody. He still does not get booked. Uh -huh. So he's challenging Nick Aldis for the championship. If Flip wins, okay. he's automatically booked for all in. Because he'll be he'll be facing Cody for the title, which makes sense in storyline. Because Cody is the one that doesn't want Flip to be all in. Uh huh. Yeah, you better connect Go. that computer. Carry brother. on. <laughs> so it, it does make sense in story, but at the same time, I feel like if, let's say hypothetically speaking, yeah. Flip does win the NWA Championship, and good for him if he does. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. He's a great talent, and he'll be a world champion. But if he does win the title. I feel like they're kind of doing Nick Aldis dirty because he's been carrying the title for a while now. He, there's so no you, reason. There's no reason why he shouldn't be all in just because he lost the championship. So what I'm suggesting is, uh -huh, if uh -huh, hypothetically uh -huh, speaking, uh -huh. Flip does win the title, okay, now the match becomes a triple threat match because not only yep. does Cody already made the challenge to to have that championship shot, mm -hmm. but Nick Aldis could cash in his rematch clause at, at all, all in, in, and it becomes a three way. I, I like that idea. That, I mean. Because I feel That's like... What, yeah, because, again, he's been holding the title, mm -hmm. Nick Aldis, for this long. Mm -hmm. um, you're using it for storyline purposes. It's not like, you know, Flip has been working that... that Well, they don't have an area, but... It does make sense that if he does win, then he gets booked. Flip does, and then he goes on, and you make it a three Because I think, I think if, if Flip just wins, and then they just forget about Nick Aldis, I feel like that's kind of dirty on his part. Yeah, I hope not. Unless... Uh-oh. Hold on, hold on, I gotta, I gotta do my. Unless, if we want to go think deeper, and this is just me in my crazy mind just thinking about stuff, who's Nick Aldis's wife? I forget. Mickey James. Oh, she can get it. Congratulations. I don't you forget. played yourself. But I better remember my kid's fucking name. Okay, yeah, we know. <laughs> speaking of, I'll be back. So, hypothetically speaking, Maybe we just don't know. Maybe Nick Aldis has managed to work a deal with WWE, and maybe that's a reason why he might possibly be dropping the title to Flip. Just a thought. Just an idea. Who knows? Maybe we'll see him part of the UK division in NXT. Maybe we'll just see him regular NXT. Or maybe we'll see him on the main roster, which I, I, I'm not feeling that idea just based on some of the talents that's been called out, called up from NXT, and they're getting used poorly. But um, we don't know, so that's just a uh, me, a crazy idea, me thinking maybe that's the reason why Nick Aldis could possibly drop in the title of Flip, because uh -huh. maybe he's inked for a deal with the WWE. Now, do you think 
and 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 I know we're not talking about WWE yet, but with NXT, do you think that that's already a totally separate uh, division, if you will? Well, see, I don't I don't think people have on on the dirt sheets have got like. We know how it used to be in NXT before where they signed a talent. It's like, you're, you're starting fresh. You're yeah. getting a certain amount of money. I think they made a couple of, of exceptions for like Samoa Joe and, and a couple of other talent. Yeah, a couple of guys that you can't pay them $250 No, no, no. I feel like depending on the value of your name, okay, I think you should get paid more than your regular up-and-coming star that just signed to NXT. Mm-hmm. Okay? So somebody like A guy Enzo. like Ricochet. Okay. A guy like Ricochet, a guy like Bobby Roode when he first went there, Samoa Joe, and these guys that went through NXT first, I I think uh, <laughs> I think um, those guys need to get paid differently, uh-huh. like their top talent, not like Roman Reigns money or anything like that, but yeah. they should get paid more than your average Joe mm-hmm. that gets signed to NXT. Yeah. So for Nick Aldis' stakes, right? Uh-huh. For him, let's say if they want to bring him in for the NXT UK division. I think they should give him a cup of change because it's like, yo, he, he's been killing it for a while. Well, uh, and I think it's also generating some revenue into the WWE now with NXT mm-hmm. where you could now have money set aside for that. I got to go take care of his YouTube. But uh, um, but with Nick and Ricochet and all these guys, you do build up the value of NXT, especially with the shows that they're putting on. Absolutely. Well, that, that's, that's the thing, like, We've been saying it, I don't know how long already, NXT, when it comes to the WWE world, they're a way better product than what we're seeing on on Mondays and Tuesdays. Especially with, even with NXT UK, the UK tournament, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that much more than I enjoyed Raw and SmackDown. They have talent there. They're obviously not big big names like some of the talent that we see on Raw and SmackDown, but um, the product they put out there, that's for the... The wrestling fan, not for a sports entertainment fan. But it should be interesting to see what happens. I believe it's July 20th at this Ring of Honor show. Um, we got to wait and see what happens. Sunny Flo, what's going on, brother? Mio, mio, mio. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was WrestleMania, possibly having two WrestleManias in 2020, I believe. Was it 2020? Yes, 2020. Or was it 2019? No, it is 2020. Um, that's very interesting to me because I've heard, not rumors, but I, I always hear people talk about for the last two years or so, people saying like, oh, the rosters are too big. Maybe we should have two WrestleManias back to back, like one on a Saturday and one on Sunday. But then how does that affect NXT? Um, this is pretty much what it is, guys, before people lose their minds about having two WrestleManias in a year, which I'm totally against. You're going to have WrestleMania. So in this case, it'll be WrestleMania 36, wherever it is, right? And they're going to have WrestleMania Jace, which is not really the real WrestleMania. It's probably going to have the tagline, like, Greatest WrestleMania or Mega WrestleMania or, I don't know, Double Mania. Something like that is going to have a gimmick. Stupid gimmick name that WWE is going to put on it. Just like Super Showdown. Maybe we'll even make it Super WrestleMania. It'll probably take place in the overseas. Like somewhere in the UK. Maybe even Australia. I think that's like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe a nod in the wink for the UK fans. Because a lot of people have been wanting uh, WrestleMania in the UK. Well listen. If we're going to get a network special for it. I'm, I'm with it. I don't care. 
But um, a lot of people, when they read this report about having two WrestleManias in one year, it's it's not a big deal, guys. We're still gonna get WrestleMania 36, and it's that's gonna be the real WrestleMania with all the WrestleMania festivities like NXT and the Hall of Fame, and all these other companies bouncing off of WrestleMania like the Ring of Honors and and all these other indie companies, and then somewhere down the line, later on in the year, you're gonna get WrestleMania Jace. And another country, probably. And I'm sure WWE's going to treat them right. Probably work an NXT TakeOver the night before of that to WrestleMania. But uh, it's no big deal, guys. We're still going to have our WrestleMania here. And then we're going to get WrestleMania Jace. Did you read the report of having two WrestleManias in one year? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Very good uh, news source. Lucha Outsiders. Everywhere. Uh, Some people a- made a big fuss about it. I, it's not a big deal. Why not? No, it's a big deal for whoever's going to get that WrestleMania J show, but WrestleMania 36, because uh, uh, allegedly is going to happen in 2020, right? Yeah. WrestleMania 36 is going to be WrestleMania 36. This WrestleMania Jace event that's going to happen. The greatest WrestleMania ever. Greatest WrestleMania, mega WrestleMania, super WrestleMania. And that's pretty much what it, what's it going to be. It's not going to be a real WrestleMania. They're just gonna call it WrestleMania for um, what is it? Promotional Branding purposes. Per- yes, exactly. Now, do you? It's, think- it's gonna be like this when you look down that, all the list of WrestleManias, right? Uh-huh. One per year. Okay, one per year, right? That WrestleMania for that year is gonna have an asterisk on it. Now, do you think just like the Greatest Royal Rumble that they're gonna do it every year? Because you know they're gonna do the Greatest Royal Rumble. Every I mean, year. they 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 might do it. They'll probably. If you look, if you go back to the Greatest Royal Rumble, they did build certain storylines to go into the Greatest Royal Rumble, like okay. the Brock and Roman, AJ and uh and Nakamura. But with other stuff, you were just getting gimme matches like Triple H and John Cena. Yeah, that, that, uh, that was Rusev and Taker. Um, why not WrestleMania and Starcade? Well, Starcade was a live show last year. Which people were bitching and complaining, including myself. I was like, well, "What are you, WWE? You're stupid. You get you get one of the biggest." Congratulations, you played yourself. Why wouldn't you make that a network exclusive? Yeah, you have your own network, okay? Why can't you do more network exclusives? But it looks like now they're kind of doing that. So well, hypothetically speaking, this WrestleMania J show, right, mm-hmm. doesn't it happen somewhere. Which doesn't even have a name yet. No, so that's why I'm calling it WrestleMania J. WrestleMania. So this WrestleMania J show that 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 will happen somewhere after WrestleMania 36. Let's say it happens in Australia. Mm-hmm. You're going to get your takeover the night before. Okay, so what you're saying is, and, and it, it kind of goes with the point that uh, Chris Brown is also saying. Chris Brown said, and if you have two WrestleManias uh, in a year, wouldn't that kill the overseas fans who come for the real WrestleMania and the Raw afterwards? I feel like overseas fans are going to go see both regardless. Yeah. If, if the people, listen, the people that pay to come out here for WrestleMania, right? If they find out there's going to be a WrestleMania-esque show around their go. way, go. they're still going to fucking right. go anyway. Yeah, and, and you're getting both bangs for your buck, and especially like something like Australia or England where you know those shows will sell out because mm-hmm. most of those guys in Europe are the ones that are coming down mm-hmm. to fucking watch WrestleMania. So, so and, and I like it because at the end of the day... It's another network exclusive for us to watch. something else for us to watch. Mm-hmm. And you guys on the chat can actually let us know if you like it too or if you don't like it. If you like it, thumbs up. If you don't like it, thumbs down or, or the happy face, unhappy face. Mm-hmm. Um, and share the video, guys. Let the people know that we are here. Let them know um, what we're about. 
You know, we get a lot of people that come in, check it out, and they stay with us. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version, mm-hmm. guys. That's where we get a lot of our numbers. Um, at to Lucha Outsiders, look up Lucha Outsiders. Subscribe to iTunes, Roby Fancy Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, La Mezcla app. Uh, what is it? We're on Stitcher, Spreaker. Stitcher, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, and now Tumblr. I don't know. It's one of the new apps that the kids are on. I signed this up at Lucha Outsiders. Whether but you're never going to update the page. No, it updates automatically. How? It's, it's connected to our Facebook page. You sure you did all that? Yes, sir. Because you know if you didn't, you get the biggest. No, no, I did. I did. Okay, okay, I did, we'll I see. I did. I, I don't feel too confident about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, just for the hell of it. Congratulations. Just in case. Just in case. My co-host is at Shofu Boleo. <laughs> oh, you, I, get, I, get, I get two shout-outs today. Uh-huh, and yours truly. I'm right here. If you want to follow me. Rated R Sue. We have free hands First now, off, right? So we can actually DMs, point now. Ladies. Like, you don't know what to shut the fuck up. At Rated R since 87. Uh, I'm not against the concept per se. I just feel as if we're taking something unique we've been grown accustomed to the past three and a half decades. It's WWE. When don't they run something to the ground? Sports entertainment mania. (laughs) (laughs) They should just call WrestleMania Jace. Thank you, James Esponto. Um, No, but and, and you know what? Again, we have to look at it this way. It's another thing that we can go ahead and look at is more eyes on the product. Um, and hopefully Vince would just make enough money to get the fuck out and then give it to, to Hunter. Mm-hmm. We got to wait and see. That's what we want. So um, I've been talking about, for, I've been raving and, and talking so much about MLW, Major League Wrestling. They're having a big show next week. War Games. Yes, I was going to touch on that right now. So they're having a big show for the people that live in the tri-state area next week. Uh, next Thursday night is going to be called Battle Riot. Um, head over to MLW.com for more information. Shout out to Court Bauer who runs the whole thing. But um, in September, September 6th in Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, Florida, for all those Florida heads. two times fast. For all those Florida heads because we get a lot of yeah. Florida people that check out the show. I recommend you guys... Pick up some tickets, make the drive to Fort Lauderdale because they're gonna have MLW War Games. Yes, um, this is really cool. If I lived in Florida, I would definitely check this show out. MLW is such a great product; they have amazing fucking talent. Um, and we're living in an era now where a lot of these promotions are kind of working together. They're giving the okay to work with other promotions. Mm-hmm. So, like I said a couple weeks ago, uh, Shane Strickland, um, who is the current MLW Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. He just worked at Evolve. Yeah. We had Pentagon Junior working at AAA, CML, oh, MLW, Impact Wrestling. The same, same with Sammy Callahan. Uh, so many people. So uh, definitely check out MLW. They're gonna have War Games. I believe tickets go on sale sometime this month, um, and it's September sixth. ML, it, MLW Wrestling, I think. It's. MLW.com. Oh, okay. MLW.com. Okay. So I definitely recommend you guys check that out. So let's. Uh, I guess talk about Raw. Do we have to? Yeah. There's a couple things, no! noteworthy things. No! Can we do like like a rapid fire? <laughs> I mean, we could with that. Because we're not going to because we're not going to break down the whole show. Okay. So to start Raw, we get a big brawl. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Jose Gonzalez uh, hashtag Weekend Club. You guys can also check them out. Um, downtown Orlando. They right down the road from him, so he's going to be down there. Nice, nice, nice. They're actually going to have tapings, I think, tomorrow. Um, he's probably going to the show tomorrow. Nice. Because mm-hmm. they're having tapings tomorrow. I think Teddy Hart's facing John Morrison. Um, Interesting match. I think the the Lucha Brothers, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. defending their tag titles. 
and there's a couple other matches that are that are pretty interesting too. I think Shane Strickland's fight, fighting Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, good matches, good matches. That, that the, yeah. the the whole talent on MLW is real, real and good. I, and I think just Court Bauer also being involved with that that also helps. Well, Court Bauer, he used to write for the WWE, he used to work for the WWE, mm-hmm. and you know, it's he's good. Been, he's been on uh, on uh, Stone Cold's podcast. Yes, yes, he has. Yeah. He he definitely has a great mind for the business. Really, really good. Uh, mind. We want to know if Jose is going to be part of the commentary team. For what? Jose for ML, uh, Major League Wrestling. I mean, they have a great commentary team, but, you know, adding him to the mix is not bad. Tony Schiavone and uh, uh, Rich Bettini. He used to work for NXT before. Bettini? B- Bortini. Bortini. I forget his last name. I know it's Rich. All right, we'll, figure, we'll, we'll look into it. That means you're not going to do it. Uh, we're talking about WWE. So when, uh, when do you guys see Braun Strowman chasing in his money in the bank? And... Do you think Asuka will be the SmackDown Women's Champion? Um, let, okay, let's talk about Braun Strowman now, I guess, and see yeah. they're bringing it up. So, Braun Strowman right now is, like, involved in a really weird storyline with Kevin Owens. Like, in theory, right? If, in if, theory. If, if we're breaking kayfabe and all that other stuff, right? Why are we really booing Kevin Owens if he's really getting bullied by Braun Strowman, if you think about it? Well, okay. So in theory, and it's weird because we can actually move and and, Mm -hmm. and have the conversation. If you look at it, right, every face, quotations, does some type of bullying to the bad guy after they've been bullied, quotations, for a long time. When did Braun Strowman get bullied? No, no, but this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So we've always cheered that, oh, getting back at them. But wait, okay, I get what you're saying, and especially if you go back like to the Austin days when he used to get beat up and this by the of corporate course. team, and McMahon will always try to fuck him over. Because well, now and, bullying is a word. Back then, it was just it happens. Okay, but I think with Austin, it felt real because he was the everyday man. We uh-huh. can relate with him. Braun Strowman's a fucking monster. Okay, I'm sorry, and not for nothing. In this whole storyline with KO and Braun Strowman, you know who comes out looking like a piece of shit? Who? Kurt Angle. Cause Kurt Angle's the one fucking him and all fucking him over. KO aff- offered him half of his sandwich, and what does Kurt Angle do? He puts him in a steel cage match for Extreme Rules and Braun Strowman. It happens. It's just to me, and don't get me wrong, I like Braun Strowman too. Mm-hmm. But it's like in theory, why are we really like? And I'm not saying me and you. I'm just yeah. saying like people that are booing KO or whatever. Mm-hmm. In theory, why are we like mad at KO or bullying? Why, why are we condoning? Yeah, why are we condoning this behavior from Braun Strowman, <laughs> bullying KO? Yeah. You know, we have to see where it's going. Listen, the way they've been pushing Braun. Ain't nobody. Listen, the only time we've seen Braun the go week. down in any way was with the Roman Reigns. And they fucked that up. Don't, don't remind me. The, the double switch should have happened there. And they fucking ruined that. Uh, it's a very weird storyline. Kurt should be fired. Kurt, you know what? I, I think Kurt Angle. No, I can't say that's too much because Mike Adams is a really bad GM. But I will say Kurt yeah. Angle is not a good GM. Yeah, Adam. He couldn't even say... Uh... But I mean, it's a, but in in Adam Lee's defense, and I can't believe I'm even defending him. Kurt Angle be flub, flubbing lines too. Um, we're, uh, Spanish commentary team for MLW. That's what uh, Jose Gonzalez. He said he uh, talk know. to Court Bauer. Send yeah. them an email, man. If you need a second or third guy, habla español. Just saying. That's you, because my Spanish is atrocious. It's okay. You could you could be like the vampiro. 
Vampiro Spanish is better than mine, and that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not todo bien. Because <laughs> I've seen them. Remember that AAA event? Um, uh, What is it? Vacilón de Verano or something like uh, that, that. That they had a couple of weeks ago, like a month ago, and yeah, we posted yeah. it on the page. I saw Vampiro cut a promo. I forget on who. I think it was on Hoovy. Mm-hmm. And he was talking Spanish. I'm like, damn, even this guy's Spanish is better than mine. <laughs> and he's not even Spanish. He's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a weird storyline with KO and uh and Braun Strowman. Um, they're gonna have a steel cage match uh-huh. at at Extreme Rules. We might as well just start breaking down the crap, the the the, the crap, the the, the 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 crap of a oh. of a of a lineup while we're doing the Raw and SmackDown talk. Uh-huh. Um, Braun Strowman's gonna win. There's no way KO's winning. No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angle needs to go back into the ring, even part time schedule like Taker, and he doesn't like he's all like he is all there. Yeah, you know, I don't think. I don't think Angle's all there, dude. I think he's just beat up and all the fucking drug abuse and all this stuff, which is it's really sad. taking a toll. If you look at him standing, he bends his knees while he stands. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's sad, bro. It's sad. It's really, really sad. Um, but let's talk about the beginning of Raw, because while you could nitpick some certain stuff that happened in the beginning of Raw, I thought it was an okay opening. So you mm-hmm. got the, the generic big brawl between two alpha males between Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Why do we keep seeing Roman Reigns? I don't know. But what I did like about this, and it was at the at, at Boston, this show, while backstage when Bobby Lashley and um, Roman Reigns were facing each other and they were face-to-face and Bobby Lashley goes like, I want you to call me out when you go back there. If you pay attention to the crowd, you know what the crowd was chanting? Yeah. Let's go Celtics. <laughs> let's go Celtics. Yep. Not let's go Roman, not let's go Lashley. Let's go Celtics. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so you got this generic brawl, you know, with uh, the talent that end up coming out. Um, what I didn't, what I do notice a lot of, uh, a lot of these brawls that we've seen a hundred times over the years with, uh, Lesnar and Taker and, and Cena and Lesnar mm-hmm. and it, it, I could, the list goes on and on. Samoa Joe and Lesnar and you always pay attention to the talent that comes out. Okay. Cause nine times out of 10, based on the talent that comes out, it kind of just so, shows the positioning of them. Okay. On the roster. So right. So they pick from the bottom up. Not necessarily bottom up. You just see the positioning of the actual talent. Oh, the one in the okay of the of the of the of who's separating who. So okay. the people that are coming out, right? So you got the um, uh, Titus Worldwide. Uh, you you saw AOP, which I was surprised to see the Authors of Pain mm-hmm. there. Like, why are they even there? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, the Story-wise. interesting one that I did see one. No, not even that. It's just like, why would you even have them there? They're two behemoth men why would you mm. have them there but i, I did, the interesting one for me was finn balor uh-huh. and it's funny because we were just talking about finn balor last week on how they're not doing shit with him yet mm. we see him being one of the guys separating the talent and okay. you notice you didn't see drew mcintyre or Dolph ziggler there you didn't see seth rollins out there no of course they protect certain talent but of then you have a guy do. like finn balor which he gets a nice pop he a lot of people love the guy and he's just not getting a push that he deserves yeah we're gonna see him fight um baron corbin at extreme rules a guy who's not even in the roster if you if you will yeah because he's constable uh baron corbin um so I- i'm gonna go back to finn Balor. let me just finish up on this brawl thing uh for the most part uh bobby lashley did get the upper hand for majority of this brawl mm-hmm. uh but like always WWE logic we got to make roman look strong <laughs> so uh roman ended up doing a a, a suicide dive a dive if you will mm-hmm. um 
you know, over all the talent, and you know how all the talent has to sell the dive when it's like a crowd full oh, of people. Of course, and they even sell the last it. one who doesn't even get touched. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, within the brawl. It was a lot of back and forth. Bobby Lashley wasn't getting enough for hand, but like I said, WWE's logic. They got to make Roman look strong. Roman gets the last laugh, if you will. Um, I really don't care about this match. I'm more concerned of the fans' reaction towards this match. Okay. Um, who do you see going over? Well, I mean, if logic helps us like it always does, mm-hmm. you know it's going to be Roman. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be Roman. But maybe they want to further the storyline. Maybe you do have him win, but have him win uh, if, 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 if you will. Okay. Um, but I think it's going to be Roman. Okay. With everything that we've seen before. Now, we can have something else happen um, because remember, you still have that Roman and and um, Braun Strowman thing going on because they never did actually finish their whole feud thing. I mean, that's something that if, if hypothetically... Because remember, they just did the one time and that was it. Well, no, they had a few last year. They had a few last year around this time. Mm-hmm. And WWE kind of ruined that. And then we never really got, uh, uh, I guess, a, a rematch. A t- they never tied the feud. Okay. They never really finished it up. It was just kind of like after the Fatal 4-Way, that was it. Mm-hmm. But um, but that wasn't technically and a then, and then And then you kind of refreshed it, re- re- we revisited that at, extre- at an extreme rules, Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. when... Roman did uh, eliminate Braun to win the whole match. Yeah. But then Braun got the last laugh there because he, he ended up looking strong at that. Yeah. But, again, uh, we actually have something that happened uh, on the tweets. Chris Brown playfully suggested that uh, KO become a spokesman for either Golden Corral or Old Country Buffet. And by this was after he had already blasted another fan, so he got himself blocked by Kevin Owens. That was good, though. That was good. Give him a yes. Give him a yes. Fuck that. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! Good job, Chris. Yes! Give him a bomb, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was a good tweet, though. But back to uh, Finn Balor. They're not really... I think after he's, he's done with this feud with... With whatchamacallit? With, um, with Baron Corbin... You know, I know a lot of people might be against it, especially Finn Balor fans. And for and listen, I don't hate Finn Balor. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've said it last week. I we did a post on it on our pages. His WWE run has been very underwhelming, and it's been gone to a waste. Of course, his you NXT know, run was way different. I think he should just move to the cruiserweight division. Yeah, because no. if he moves to the cruiserweight division, he'll be working Tuesdays. That's one and two. It gives the audience. Mm-hmm. To stick around for two or five live after the SmackDown, because you got Finn Balor there, and he has more of a talent. You know, he probably have more opportunities there. Get a run with the cruiserweight titles. A title. If they decide to bring the cruiserweight tag titles, maybe he could tag with somebody else and win that. Because they're not, they're not doing nothing with him on Raw. Now, do you think that all that has to do because there is no more enhancement talent? They had an enhancement talent, but evidence suggest, suggests when they did bring, they started bringing enhancement talent. You had a guy like James Ellsworth that got himself over. See the the way I see it is like this, and and it goes back to what you and I have always had the conversation with. And if you guys haven't heard this before, you're going to hear it now. 
what you need to do is you need to have stables. You need to have that Bullet Club. You need to have that DX. You need to have that NWO. Because then you don't get that whole uh, 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 Kaz and, uh, and uh, Daniel Bryan 17 times in a row. Last week when when the Revival and... Fuck the Revival. And McIntyre and Ziggler oh, were being sorry. the crap out of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. I'm like, oh my God, this could be the new fucking horseman. I, I they wouldn't it. call it the horseman. They would call it something no. else. But that would be they a great stable. That would be no. a great stable because you have your muscle and Drew, uh, I was going to call him Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre. You have the mouthpiece, Dolph Ziggler, and you have your tag team, the Revival. That's it. I would love to see stables in the WWE. Yes, we see them in NXT, like Undisputed Era. They're killing it. But yeah. I, I would like to see stables more in the main roster, and they just don't do it. They had so many opportunities with Balor and and, and Gals Anderson and AJ. They didn't do it. I, I just well, don't get and, it. And the biggest thing, and it's not just having the 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 stables, is that you don't need to go that one on one route because you can always mix them up. You could do tag teams. You could do threes. You could do two on ones. All that stuff adds up for you not to go ahead and, and, and go crazy and say, you know what? Yeah, we need to see them fight each other because then it's not that special. It's not that draw. It's not that, that hey, you know what? He's been chasing after the bad guy. The bad guy's been using his stable mates to keep him away. But now come Sunday, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that same type of selling with, oh, you know, yeah, they fought each other 17 times mm-hmm. and then they have one up on each other. No, like that shit doesn't sell. And and I think that's where the big disconnect is. Speaking of uh, McIntyre. And people are agreeing with your stable idea. Speaking of McIntyre, he did get a big win off the of Seth The Quattro Caballos. Could be. <sighs> Damn it. Speaking of McIntyre, he did pick up a big win over Seth Rollins. Yeah, uh, making the whole Ziggler and. Do you like what they're doing with them? Well, I'm really interested. I'm interested. I like what they're doing with McIntyre and Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I think McIntyre, if it doesn't happen this year, it'll happen next year. He's gonna win the the world title eventually. Now, if Cheeseburger was to go to the WWE and he would tag with McIntyre, would they be known as Mac and Cheese? <sighs> Congratulations, you played yourself. No! That is a disgusting act. You just made the list. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you this the nicest way I could possibly No, you don't have to. No, I know my comedy no, sucks. No, no, no. If you're, yeah. See, Speedy doesn't shut you up on his show, but I will gladly shut you up okay. on this show. Okay. You, you have your, to... your comedy is atrocious. Okay. Okay? Just came around here and I was like, let me use it before I forget it. No, no, no. You got to know when to retire from it. Oh, okay. Okay? Oh, so that means I'm in the game. No, no, no. No, no, You're not. You were never in the game at all. But you're saying I got to know when I got to retire. So the only way I have to retire is if I'm doing it now. In the words uh, of um, of this famous morning show, no hay que siempre hablar. Oh, okay. Happy birthday to Webin, by the way. Shout out to Webo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Webo. Carlos Molina. Um, Okay. Uh, so yeah, McIntyre got the big win. I do yeah. like what they're doing with Ziggler and McIntyre. I want to see more. Maybe eventually them winning the tag titles. Okay. Because um, as much as I, I I do like the B Team theme song and what they were doing in the beginning, I think they're running the whole them mimicking Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy to the ground. I know that's gonna be a match extreme rules between uh the the leader world and and the B Team, but it's like. You had the when B team was racking up the, these wins, they, you had the crowd behind them, but then they just ruined it with them mimicking. 
Yeah, because because uh, you don't Bray Wyatt and, and Matt Hardy. It was fun. The fr- it was funny the first week they did it, but then they they just been running into the well. Ground. Just take a look back when DX did it with the Nation of Domination. It was a one and done. Well, then they did it. I think like a year and a half later. With okay, the corporate, with but the corporation. a year. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Do Not it. the next week. Yeah, exactly. But um, I, I don't see the B team even winning. Uh, did you guys see Dolph do his best HBK promo? He stole a bunch of his promo from HBK that he did on Bret Hart. Well, uh, Dolph, well, Dolph Ziggler, Iron Man match. Well, Dolph Ziggler is Shawn Michaels to Jake's. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least with Dolph Ziggler, if you go back in history, a lot of people uh, recycle lines oh, of from old talent. And You're even, you, nigga. I'll even, what? Isn't that what, what uh, Hulk Hogan said? No, no, no. That was Booker T. I'm sorry. That was Booker T. Even even athletes in the sports world even recycle lines from wrestling. Of course. Because everything is wrestling. So I don't knock I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Why do you make everything sound so horrible? Why? You know, if... If you if you want to have a job, right? Be like, hey, I'll come ruin something for you. Hire me. You that would be your your key job, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Gee, you just, just you just all these fucking mics. Man. You just know how to make something shit. sound like trash. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh, yo, Okay, but yeah, it wasn't that bad. A little bit. Congratulations, you But yeah, I don't, yourself. I don't mind the recycling yeah. lines and stuff. Even, I even go a little step fur- further. Jay, Jay Lethal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was part of um, the House of Truth with uh, Truth Martini. Yes. If you go back to his heel promos, you hear a little bit of Ric Flair there. Of course, and and it's funny because Jay Lethal, he has so much range that. He's even able to bring in the whole black machismo mm-hmm. if he needs to ever turn it on. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because people only know him. Some people only know him because of the Ric Flair thing. Yeah. Because that's you know that's kind of no. Viral. He, when it comes to when when it comes to Jay Lethal, he's a very he's a wrestling historian. But uh, let let just to continue with Extreme Rules, uh, Ziggler and Rollins are gonna have a thirty minute Iron Man match. Who do you see go over? Who's fighting again? I was answering the fucking text we just got. Ziggler and Seth Rollins in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Now, I see it being a dirty finish because now it also goes back to what you had with the Revival and McIntyre beating up on Roman and, and Seth. I don't see it finishing clean, but I see the heel going over. I see Ziggler going over, too. Yeah. I think they they shouldn't take the title off him yet. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Especially um, on Ziggler, that that he's on that next level. Okay. So, uh, moving on to SmackDown, the show started with Miss TV with Team Hell No, Miss um, talking crap to uh, Daniel Bryan, saying he's washed, mm-hmm. um, saying that he's not at his level. Miss um, started talking smack. To Kane, Kane was trying to first relax Daniel Bryan until Miz put his foot in his mouth and started throwing some jabs at Kane. Kane went for the choke slam. Out comes uh, the Bludgeon Brothers mm-hmm. while they're walking down the ramp. All of a sudden, you hear Sanity's music. Sanity then attacks Team Hell No. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers join the party, and then out comes a new day, setting up a big ten man tag main event. 
Now, how does the New Day fit into all this? Because the New Day is feuding with Sanity. Okay. I didn't know that. They're going to have a... I ain't going to lie. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's okay. It's nothing new. New Day's New Day's gonna have a table match uh-huh. at Extreme Rules with um Sanity. Okay. Now, now are they gonna do three on three or two on two? No, no, it's three on three. Three on three. Okay. Because the hard, no tags, no nothing. They're gonna be just. It's gonna be a war. Okay. I, I don't know if it's gonna be elimination though. I don't know if it's first person that goes. They haven't said that they yet. They haven't announced that yet. Okay. I think it's pretty obvious who's gonna go over in this match. Do you think Sanity's gonna go? Absolutely. They need to win. Now, do you not think... to not to not to go not to fast forward the main event, but they 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 caught an L. Their team caught an L. Yeah, but do you think that the new day has gone stale now? First of all, new day, and this is not shitting on new day fans. New day's been stale for a while. They to me work better as heels. Okay. All right. Um, last time, in my opinion, new day has done something had a meaningful feud was with the Usos. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to the new day right now, yes, they have their fans. They they that root for them and cheer for them, but they've been stale. Um, Sanity needs this win. New Day's already established. New Day doesn't need uh, uh this win. Sanity does. Okay. Uh, you know, to fast forward in the main event, um, Sanity, Team Sanity, and the Bludgeon Brothers, they did uh lose. Yeah. Okay. They they took the L, and um. Even Amy Schwimmer thinks that Leo's jokes are tasteless. Just make sure that you know that. Ah, Leo's dad jokes are on life support. Thank you. Uh, so who's worse? Enzo, Rich Swan, Jay Lethal, or Leo with his jokes? Leo with his jokes. Uh, so who's worse? Enzo, Rich Swan, or Jay Lethal over what they supposedly have done? Oh, damn. See, they opened up a can of worms. Have you followed the Jay Lethal story? Because we haven't talked about it. No, no, I haven't. I don't really want to talk about it because it's very uncomfortable. Me Did he smack about. somebody up? Just no. There's, there's allegations that that okay, and I don't want to be insensitive here because mm-hmm. I, I I'm all about women empowerment and yes. anybody that that any female that gets harassed or anything like that I'm totally against that. I'm not I'm not for that, especially with what just came out with the uh, what's his face that allegedly beat up his ex girlfriend. Yeah, and, and with all that the crap. football not, player. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go into details with that, but I'm I'm very anti being aggressive with women and all this stuff, right? Uh-huh. But Ta- Taylor Hendricks. Okay. Which is an independent talent. She used to work for the Ring of for Ring of Honor, and and I'm not going to go into detail with, details with this. No, no, I'm, no, I feel no, very uncomfortable talking about. No, this. no, and and just I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very I'm, yeah. and I'm gonna because we still got to cover extreme the rest of extreme rules and Japan um G1 special. So Taylor Hendricks made these allegations allegations quotation mm-hmm. more air quotes that um that Jay Lethal uh, made kind of a move on her, suggesting that if Taylor Hendricks didn't. Uh, allegedly hook up with Jay Lethal, it would affect her Ring of Honor push. Stop that shit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that because these are allegations. I will say this though, because so people won't think that I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Regardless on what is true and what is not, right? Mm-hmm. Keep this in mind. Somebody's career here is gonna end, which sucks. Yeah. Okay. No matter how you look at it, mm-hmm. whether something comes out to true. Being, there's any truth to any of this, or yeah. something comes out to being false. Somebody's wrestling career is gonna pro- most likely end because they're probably gonna be blacklisted. Yeah. Also, 
and and I'll leave it like this because I don't want to touch into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the truth always comes out to life, no matter what. Of course. And and I'll just leave it like that. And it's funny because they spoke about uh, Enzo and they mm. spoke about Swan. I mean, with Swan, his wife didn't want to press charges. I had this a little bit different story, but with Enzo stuff, you know, as much as we we called him a jabron on this show, and he sometimes acts up. No, he was telling the truth the whole no, time. No, but what we did is we actually did not say, you know, what he's guilty of what he did. He is guilty of getting himself into that situation. And also, you know, he acts, he was acting like a jabron prior to yeah. all this shit coming out, so it didn't help his case. Yeah, no, no, fuck that shit. Okay. Uh, I did want to touch one thing about Team Hell No and the New Day. They had a backstage uh, segment, and um, Kane recited a line from This I Promise You from NSYNC. I thought that was pretty funny. And then yeah, Daniel Bryan even called him out on it, saying, like, was that NSYNC? <laughs> so I thought that was real, real funny. We got AJ Styles and Nakamura for the 15th time. Uh, but you see what I'm talking about? Yes, I know. They repeated matches. But it ended up being a, a, no, uh, a disqualification because Rusev got involved. And then it turned into a tag uh, team match with Jeff Hardy coming out to make the save. Which this isn't the first time Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles has tagged because they tagged in, in in old school TNA. Yeah. Um, Rusev ended up picking up the win for... What? Didn't they tag together with Scott Hall in Macho Man's last match? Yes. They tagged with Macho Man. Man. Look at that shit. Versus Jeff Jarrett and I can remember that and I can't remember a fucking joke. It's okay. Your comedy sucks. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, so yeah, they they uh, Rusev did what? ended up getting the win the the win for his team, making him look strong for his uh, world title match against AJ Styles. Yeah, I think we know AJ Styles is going to go over on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. even though it would be nice and I would support if Rusev does go pull a miracle. You will support. Yeah, I will support one hundred ten percent. Stop being like Corey Grace because you're nothing like Corey Grace. What is it? Do? Like the whole hand thing. Stop! Stop! You know what? Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, no, but I, I see what you're saying with Rusev. Mm-hmm. And and AJ, you need to keep him up at a certain level. So, yes. uh, again, with Rusev and everything that's going on, if you had, like, yeah, kind of pair them together. Don't have to call them a stable, but you can kind of keep them together. That would help. Um, okay, go. Uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, there was a Lumberwoman match. Yes. Ellsworth versus Asuka. There's this part of the match where Ellsworth is running from his life and he's trying to go over the barricade. And then you see all the Lumberwomen go after him and they try to grab him. That's by far the, mo- the the first time ever in his life that he's had that amount of women. Trying to grab him. Trying to grab him. Gorgeous women at that. Yes. Trying to grab him. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he got a bonus. I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a uh, that was very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, Oscar did go over. Uh huh. Of course, of course, she went over. <laughs> um, uh, she also did a, a dive to a, all the lumber women. Yeah, and they all sold it. And they all sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Carmella did end up having the last laugh because um during the match before Oscar got the win and made uh, Ellsworth tap out, uh, Carmella handed um Ellsworth some type of spray. Okay. Perfume or something. Yeah. Perfume. Perfume. And then um, after the win, Carmella attacked Oscar, and then Oscar got the upper hand, and then Ellsworth came and sprayed um, the stuff to Oscar's face, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Carmella went for that super kick. The best part of SmackDown Live was the pyro coming back. Yes. So after the main event, 
when Kane and Daniel Bryan were celebrating, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Bryan made uh, several attempts to do the Kane taunt, you know, where he goes yeah, and yeah. brings up the fire. And then finally, the last time, the pyro went up, and that was great. Great seeing pyro again, again yeah. on TV. And Kane even popped. Kane was like, how'd you do that? And he started doing the yes taunt, and it was pretty cool. They See, the thing with Daniel Bryan and Kane, we hated Corporate Kane. Corporate Kane was trash. But Team Hell No was entertaining and is entertaining. Mm-hmm. And they're right back They're right back where they left off. Yes. So, um, now, guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Um, we have a couple more things that we have to cover. Um, we're going to talk about the... The New Japan G1, G1 Special. That's what we're going to talk about right now. Right now, yeah. Bomba. Bomba, bomba, bomba. So... This show was really, really good. Yes. Really fucking good. I, as of right now, I'll probably say it's probably top five shows of the, of the year. Okay. Bringing all wrestling worlds together, not just New Japan. And the good thing about the Luchis, which is our yearly. Luchis recap, the year that was. Yeah, the year that was. 2018, which will be the last episode of this year. The last episode of this year. What we do is we actually, and also ask you guys the question. You know, what is your favorite match of the year? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite pay-per-view of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, the the best feud we also had. Uh, we uh, we had uh, moments of the, the year, disappointments of the year. Congratulations, you played yourself of the year. Uh, wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, mm-hmm. match of the year. We're probably going to take some out and add some new different categories. Don't jinx Rusev Day, Leo. Uh, we're fucked, bro. <laughs> He's not winning the title on Sunday. I didn't say anything. I'm trying to keep. We can make it, Rusa. Um, but yeah, the G1 uh special happened um live from San Francisco at the famous Cow Palace, where uh, Eddie Guerrero did defeat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship back in 2004. Uh huh. Um, surprisingly, well, I'm not gonna say I'm too surprised, but it did. I guess it bothered me. They didn't sell out the show. You know that. It was no? a little over six thousand, close to seven. Okay. The I think the capacity the, was the what? capacity I think is a little bit over ten thousand. I'm sure Christopher Brown is on the chat. He'll, uh-huh. he'll find out the actual uh, number that that holds the capacity. I was a little bit shocked that they didn't sell it out because it was a great card. But I think I blame it on New Japan Pro Wrestling because they didn't announce the full card. I think until the week of. But I think uh, with any of these wrestling shows. Especially with New Japan, especially, you know, with, with Ring of Honor. I'm not going to put Impact because Impact has been iffy. Impact is on the come up. They're, they're, yeah. they're, trying to, they're rebuilding stage, but they're doing a great job. But I will say that. any one of these special shows, you're going to get good matches. I got to go take care of that. This is not for you. Congratulations. You played yourself. You already, you already know the, the sound drop I just gave you. No, 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 no. He just wants to be part of the show. Uh-huh. Let's go. Can I be part of the show? Absolutely not. Get out of here. <laughs> um, But yeah, it did bother me a little bit that New Japan didn't sell it out. But I blame it on New Japan because um, I've heard and I've actually read from different sources and I've heard different podcasts. Um, Some of the people that ended up going to this uh G1 special that their promotional stuff leading up to it was a little bit flaky uh, on New Japan's end. Because... Um, you would think you would see some billboards up or, you know, some 
some more promotion leading up to the show, this big show, which it was a pay-per-view quality show. Like, I would have paid to watch this because it was a really, really good show. But the promotional end in Japan, like, I think it's a mistake announcing the full card a week of the show. I think that's a huge mistake on New Japan's uh, part. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why I didn't sell out. Also, um, it sucks. It sucks because it was a really, really good show. But um, the opening match was uh, Team Bullet Club. We had uh, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, uh, Yurjori, uh, Takahashi, Chase Owens, and King Haku. Yes, Haku, Ming. Um... Versus Team Chaos, um, you had um, uh, Rapungi 3K, Rocket Romero, Gato, and Yoshihashi. Um, this match went a little bit under 10 minutes. Bullet Club won. I believe Tamatonga got the win for his team. Really, really cool. Very uh, fun little uh, uh, multi-man tag. We also had uh, Chaos, uh, Ishii, and Yano versus Suzuki on um, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. This is a return match from Dominion. Anytime you get Ishii and Suzuki in the same ring, it's great to see because they beat the living shit out of each other. You hear the sniff, the stiffness from both guys. They're throwing fucking potatoes at each other. <laughs> um... Chaos ended up getting the win for their their match. Uh, Ishii and uh, Yano picked up the win. Fun tag match. A lot of tag match matches here, guys. Um, Page Adam Page and Marty Scroll defeated um, Tanahashi and Kushida. A very uh, not long but semi long it was a little twelve minute match for the Never Openweight Championship. We had Goto uh, defend his Never Openweight Championship against Jeff Cobb. A lot of people that don't know who Jeff Cobb Jeff Cobb is. Um, this guy's been killing it for a while. You've seen him in Lucha Underground. You've seen him in um, MLW. He was in the Tag Team League last year in New Japan. Um, he's a big dude, but he can move in the ring. He actually looks a lot like my boy Carlos. I even told, I even texted him that. I'm like, dude, you look a lot like Jeff Cobb. Um, he's good in the ring. I believe he's going to stick around more with New Japan. I think he's going to pick up more New Japan dates. Um, so we should see him more. Maybe he'll be associated with a faction. I don't know. Maybe a new faction that, not new, semi-new faction that happened later on in the night. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Bucks defended their... Uh, New IWGP heavyweight tag titles against Sonata and Evil from LIJ. Um, really, really good match back and forth. The Young Bucks obviously picked up the win, but the match was great. That's all that matters. What are people in the chat saying? Because they wanted to talk about this G1 special. Yeah. Hold on. I'm getting him up. Now, with the G1 special, uh, they said they enjoyed the match. They enjoyed a couple of the matches there. The show was actually interesting, and they're shocked that it wasn't a, a sold-out event. No, I was shocked, too, and um, it, it amazes me. Actually, I knew somebody that was actually there, uh, uh, Sid. Sid from True Heels, I believe, that is their page. Check them out. Uh, okay. They're always posting a lot of newsworthy stuff. Um, he was actually in the front row. He's actually the guy that was cursing out Cody. Um, during the Cody and Kenny Omega match, he's like, fuck you, Cody, fuck you. Um, and Cody ended up turning, um, his back on him. Uh-huh. But, um, 
I, you know, I hit him up and I was like, holy shit, you're from uh, from row. Um, enjoy. And he was like, oh, thanks, man, blah, blah, blah. And I asked him, like, yo, by any chance, did, did the show sell out? And he was like, not really, which shocked me. Because, uh-huh. one, the crowd was very live for the whole show. Yeah. They were into every single match. So you had 6,000 people that were live for, uh, for but the show. But it didn't sell out, which yeah. surprised me. But I was saying that I blame New Japan for that because they're promotional and I think they need to put more, especially when you want to cross. And become that legit number two brand. They need to and westernize. The, you they, they, need to definitely need to market your company up a little bit more. Yeah. And and um, Access TV that's owned by um, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. He he knows the product. He's a fan of the product. Yeah. He's definitely investing in New Japan Pro Wrestling and some of the stuff they're doing with Access TV. That's why, which is going to lead me to my next topic uh, about commentary when mm-hmm. it comes to this New Japan show because it wasn't Callis and Ke- and Kevin Kelly. No, it was it was uh, Jr. and Josh Barnett. Now, I hate to be that guy, but I got to be that guy because I'm the anti-hero of the IWC. Um. A lot of the IWC was complaining about the commentary because they weren't aware with some of the storylines and maybe butchering some of the names. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys, it's okay. I still enjoy the show. The commentary wasn't that bad. The problem with the IWC is that they complain about everything. They want to nitpick everything. So what if JR doesn't know um how to pronounce certain names? It's okay. The commentary wasn't bad. They didn't take away nothing from the show. As long as you enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the show. People need to always stop complaining. Listen, if you guys can handle Byron Saxon's nonsense on the regular when it comes to pay-per-views on SmackDown, it's okay to deal with generic, mediocre commentary from JR and Josh Barnett. And plus it's JR. Yeah, and listen, I just feel like people nitpick too much. I don't think the commentary was that bad. They need to find something uh, to... Mm -hmm. And if anything, it was an improvement from last year's G1 special. Oh, yeah, I remember last year. Because I feel like JR was much worse last year. The commentary wasn't that bad. People complain so too much. Of That's the problem. Um, next match: uh, Chaos, Okada, and Will Ospreay uh, versus Lij, Naito, and Bushi. Uh, Chaos picked up the win. I mm-hmm. think they needed this win, especially with Okada uh, losing the IWGP yeah. uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Okada has a new version of his theme. It's like remixed, mm-hmm. um, following the 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 the. Um, I guess the same um, lines of uh, uh, Nakamura, his uh, former Chaos brother. Yeah. Um, the only difference is I'm not feeling uh, uh, Okada's remixed version of his song. Uh, Omega said uh, New Japan had a problem with promoting uh, their shows. They need a, an app that's more like WWE or GWA. Well, I don't think it's just the app. Okay. I don't think it's just the app. I think when it comes to, I think they need to have a team. To promote, especially when they're in the states, because they're going to come back in the states in September. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to to actually promote. They the need show. to have a street team, an American street team, yeah, yeah. so they know where to target. Oh, of course, because I mean they're not WWE; they're New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Wow, their product is great, and I praise it all the time. But they, when it comes to their promotional work in the states, they need a fucking street team. They yeah. need a good street team. They know where to attack. What I mean, if you look at it like this way, like. If somebody was to tell you, hey, you know what? You can come and check out up-and-coming talent um, with the same place where you had AJ Nakamura because a lot of people just know the WWE, and we run into a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. 
maybe you need to you're right have a street team that actually shows them or you know even hey dvds here here's a dvd or here's you know here's an mp3 or an mp4 where you can see the action and kind of mm-hmm. sell them because if you just yeah. give them a card nobody's gonna go that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, another wrestling event. You know, I'm tired of well, the WWE. Uh, apparently, when they do their next show in September, um, late September, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to move. They, I think they're doing it once again in Long Beach, and it's going to be a smaller venue. Okay. Kind of similar to their G1 special and uh, the show they did back in um, earlier uh, this year. I think it was March, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That's when you had the the... That, that fucking phenomenal match between um the Golden Lovers and the Young Bucks. Yeah, it was at a small venue, and I believe that sold out. Okay, and their other show, their other U.S. shows from if they they sold out the G One special last year, they sold out small venue, obviously. Of course, this one, I mean, you know, sucks that they didn't sell out. No, and it, plus it takes but I partially time. blame you, Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, next match we had a. Hiromo Takahashi defending his IWGP uh, Light Heavyweight Championship against uh, Dragon Lee. The next three matches arguably were like the the three matches of the night. Yeah, I could. I, I probably will say that this match will probably um, tied for match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Takahashi and Dragon Lee have a lot of history, not only in NJPW, not only in Ring of Honor, but also CMML. They know each other very well. Yeah. Very, very well. They enjoy working each other. Mm-hmm. They they know each other's moves. They don't even have to call stuff. Because no, no, they, they know they each don't. other. Unfortunately, while they were beating the crap out of each other, and it was a lot of uh, spotty parts of this match, there was a lot of spot fest, uh, there was an unfortunate incident, an unfortunate bump that took place during this match where Dragon Lee um, locked Takahashi... For, I believe it's called a Phoenix Plex, okay. a, a, a Phoenix Slam. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what they called it. So he locked them, and when he threw them over the head, um, I think he overshot it. I don't know if he overshot it. I don't know if if Takahashi couldn't get his body to rotate fully. Mm-hmm. But the dude landed right on his fucking head. Yeah, that was a scary bump. It was a really, really nasty bump. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And then what's crazy about this is afterwards, after that bump, Takahashi hits a destroyer on Dragon Lee, Mm -hmm. hits his finisher, and picks up the win and walks out. But uh, there's reports that after the match, once he got backstage, he collapsed. Um, they took him to the hospital. Um, he's obviously functional, like he's talking yeah, and stuff, because yeah. um, he obviously walked himself to the back. But uh, no, but I think also the adrenaline of the match may also have him finish whatever mm-hmm. he's doing it, and then when he walked into the back, like okay, now it sinks in. That now it hurts. That mm-hmm. now you can't walk. That now you can't talk. So as of right now, based on reports, he did fly back to Japan. Um, we still don't know the exact condition of his neck, mm-hmm. how severe. If it's a break, we don't know what it is. But it is sad because after coming off with so much momentum, winning the the, the the best of the Super Juniors, then winning the IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship, and he's a very popular act. Yeah, He's part of a... 
arguably the group in the the stable in New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. Lij Los Ingobernables and Nables de Japón. It it sucks because there was so much potential. He was a lot of people would say he's the future of NJPW, mm-hmm. and now with this severe injury, that could all change. Well, it may also be uh, speculation because mm-hmm. uh, it depends. We've seen worse bumps, and the people walk out fine. Mm-hmm. So. But even let's say even if he could bounce back from this, you know somewhere down the line is gonna affect him. Oh, of course, it affects Edge, everybody. Rhino, yeah, Austin. Yeah, I, I, there's so many different names. Um, and also feel for, feel bad for Dragon Lee because it's like Dragon Lee knows this guy from the back of his head, you know his head, and now all of a sudden he probably feels guilty. Of course, because you know he might have hurt this guy that he's known for so long. The following was posted on New Japan July 7th uh, during the G1 Special in San Francisco event. Hiromu Takahashi sustained a neck injury and was taken to a San Francisco hospital for evaluation. Takahashi was able to return to Japan for treatment. We apologize for the delay in publishing this update, which was in order to ensure smooth and efficient transit for Takahashi at the airport. We deeply appreciate our fans' concern. It sucks, man. I feel bad for the guy. He's so young, too. And yeah. he has, and hopefully he still will have a bright future. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta gotta keep positive. Of course, of gotta course. be optimistic. Hashtag prayers for him. Mm-hmm. Next match, which I really really enjoyed too. Listen, the next three matches you could either either one of the three you could say gonna, was match of the make, night. They're gonna make our list. That's hard to say because there's a lot of other matches, but at least for this event. Okay. Uh, these three matches, either one of the three could be match of the night. Okay. Uh, the next match was uh, Drew Juice Robinson, uh, formerly CJ Parker from NXT, which he was a nobody in NXT, uh, challenging uh, Jay White for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Now, coming in right here, Jay White got a shit ton of heat. Yes, Juice Robinson got an amazing pop, but man, people hate on Jay White. Of course. He and what I like about Jay White is, and I'm a fan of Jay White. Um, when he started doing this gimmick, not that I hated the gimmick, but I feel like he wasn't connecting with the gimmick yet. He wasn't. He the wasn't. It felt like he was playing Switchblade. Yeah. Switchblade. Now he is Switchblade. How I see it, he he's uh he's putting he's putting on better performances in the he's ring also. Into and this different. match was fucking great. They they were beating the crap out of each other. They kept throughout the whole match. They kept on selling the 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 fact that. Um, Juice Robinson's hand was in a cast and he couldn't uh, punch, punch him, yeah. with that hand. Um, and there was a lot of action in the outside. Um, and unfortunately, JR took a bump himself, an unplanned bump, when Jay White threw Juice Robinson to the railing. Well, and see, this is another thing I got to say about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'll tell yeah. you what happened with JR and uh, Josh Barnett right now. Um, you guys got to do New Japan has to do a better job with their railings, man. Like they were very loose, like zip tie, do something like they they were very loose. Like yeah. also, um, and it ends up being worse for the talent if they're loose. Yeah, you see, I'll, like Jr. took a bump. Unfortunately, he got pushed. He he took the worst of the bump because when Juice Robinson got pushed to the railing. The t- the the momentum of the railing shoved the table and pushed Jr. back. Mm-hmm. Josh Barnett is already cursing on commentary. He's like, "Oh, you fucked up now." He gets up, and this was definitely unscripted. This was definitely like it was a shoot. Uh-huh. He goes outside, confronts Jay White. Jay White runs to the ring. Josh Barnett goes into the ring like like that. 
Jay White gets out of the ring and he's cursing like Josh Barnett is cursing <laughs> at him. Um, when Josh Barnett sits back down, um, JR's like, oh, uh, they need to pay attention more on their talent and then they need to get some control. That was like, a, I think that was like a, a, a shot at New Japan Pro Wrestling. A little dig. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a dig. But um, the match was great. Mm-hmm. Match was definitely great. Uh, and wow, the ref, there was a ref bump at one point because mm-hmm. of Jay White. Okay. And Juice Robinson took advantage of that. Um, hit him. Take it. With, with, with the hand that he was supposed to hit him with. The juice And loose. then um, he ended up getting a roll-up, and he got the win. And now uh, Juice Robinson is your current and new United States Heavyweight Champion. You can't be mad at that. And a lot of people were showing this man love in the social webs, including um, his friend Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people getting him praise. Um, and I think Juice Robinson is one of those guys that, that – that people maybe don't gravitate to too much because they probably see him like not generic, but they just like ah whatever. But he's good in the ring. He's making a name for himself, and I think it's about time mm-hmm. he finally got that big win, and now he's a champion. Of course, and we'll see what he what they do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been said that Jr. has a broken rib. Yes, yes. Uh, though it was classless taking a jab from Cole and Coachman about Jr.'s ribs. Coach and coach, uh, coach, coach and Cole. We're taking a jab at JR's representing the WWE commentary this week. But, oh, I don't pay attention to the WWE commentary because it's atrocious, unless it's uh, Corey Graves talking. But eh, a little rib, a little ha ha he he slap on the knee. Of course. Who do you think that line came from? Oh, Vince. Of course. Mm-hmm. We know how Vince feels about JR. Fired. Mm-hmm. Main event time. Yeah. Um, which a lot of things transpired here. This was the longest match of the night, being Dab thirty-four on. minutes and fourteen seconds. Kenny Omega, uh, defending his IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Cody, Cody Rhodes. This match was good. It had a little bit of everything. What I enjoyed about this match, besides the storytelling between both guys, is the storytelling from the people outside with the Young Bucks. And um, Randy Rhodes, their yeah. facial expressions when they were taking it to the limit, bringing the ladder, the table bumps. Um, they were concerned not only for Omega, but for both guys. Um, they beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, I love the match. It was fucking great. A lot of people not Cody Rhodes, saying that Cody isn't this, Cody isn't that. To me, I think Cody, Cody Rhodes is. is a top talent. He was a top talent when he was still in the WWE. Um, he's great. I understand people might not like him for his uh, heelish ways, but he's need, doing his job. You need him to be a heel. If Cody he, Rhodes, yeah. not only is he he's uh, a good guy in real life, but he loves the business. Um, if you look at Cody Rhodes' story and everything he's been overcoming and, and stuff like that, like there's no legit reason why to hate Cody Rhodes. Like mm-hmm. on a on a you know breaking kayfabe level. Yeah. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people of the IWC love to hate on Cody. But the match was fucking great. Kenny Omega goes over. Um, I love little things. I love seeing little things that, that grab your attention, right? So, for example, after the match, Brandy was checking on Cody. Um, and Kenny Omega helped Cody up. They kind of just stared at each other. Cody walked out, gave Omega and the Buckser moment. Kenny Omega gives his uh, closing promo like he does every time because he is the face of New Japan. Yeah, he is. Okay. And then while they were walking back, 
towards uh the 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 entry entrance way. Um, he he got a salute by the Tongans. Yeah, he did. Um, you got Tongaloa, Tamatonga, and Haku. A little too sweet there, you know. That everybody's you know congratulating everybody's each happy. other, hugging, hugging it out, all that good stuff. Now let me let me let me pause that. Yeah. So not this week's episode of Being Elite, but last week's episode of Being Elite. If you catch the last minute of that episode, um, it's Matt and Nick. They're in the car and they're talking to each other. And Nick Jackson, he kind of pauses. They were talking about Joey Ryan because if you guys been following Being Elite, they're 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 doing like this whole who killed Joey Ryan gimmick mm-hmm. or whatever, right? This is because of the the Adam Page and Joey Ryan feud, yeah. right? So they they're talking about Joey Ryan, and then Nick just pauses, and Matt's like talking. I'm like Nick, Nick, and then you see his light, his uh, his sunglasses kind of fall, and he's kind of doing like the Undertaker thing with the eyes rolling back mm-hmm. of his head like this. And then Nick's like, Matt's like, yo, what's wrong? What's going on? What do you, does it have to yeah, do with Joey or something? Yeah. And he's like, I just have a feeling that something bad's going to happen. And it kind of ends in a cliffhanger. So, fast forward to this little gathering of the Tongans and, and the Elite, right? Uh-huh. Everybody's too sweeting each other, whatever. They're posing. Then they get hit from behind. If you see that part mm-hmm. and you get a close up on Nick Jackson's face, he's doing that same the face. Same face. Like with the eyes rolling back of his mm-hmm. head. So everything connects to each other, right? Of course. So the Tongans attack the elite, which is something I've been calling something like this, I've been calling for close to a year now, maybe yep. even a little over a year, that there was gonna be a bullet club split. Mm-hmm. They attack the elite, they take them back to the ring, and they reveal the shirts. That says the firing squad BC. What do you feel about the name? I feel like the firing squad is not going to be the name of the group. I think they're going to the be still be bullet. Cl- they're going to still be Bullet Club. Okay, but maybe Bullet Club, like you know how like there was NWO Wolfpack. It's yeah. going to be something like that. Bullet they're, Club OG. They're still Bullet Club, but um, you know they're doing they're running with the whole firing squad gimmick. James uh, is saying uh, who I would like to see in the firing squad is Tamatunga, T- uh, Tungaloa, Balak Fale, Finn Balor, Janela, Killer Elite Squad, and the Usos. I think we're a little bit ahead of ourselves because a lot of those names, a lot of those names are impossible. But I like I like where your mind's at. Of course. But uh, they did under- end up coming, uh, being the crap out of the elite, and then Adam Page came out. He ended up getting attacked. Then Marty Short came out. He ended up getting attacked. Then, uh, Rejori, I always fuck up his uh, first name, uh, Yujori Takahashi, Just go with Takahashi. Tokyo Pimp, and, um, Chase Owens, uh-huh. the Crown Jewel came out. And when they came out, I'm instantly thinking, they're going to join on the beatdown, because yeah. they, they've been riding with the Tongans this whole time. The Tongans beat them up, but Tamatanga tells them, whose side are you on? And he's beating them up. Uh-huh. Finally... Cody comes out, and you think Cody's going to sign with the Tongans. Uh, they hand him a chair. When you think that he's going to hit the chair at Kenny, he hits the chair at Tama, at uh, Tangaloa, and then, but he ends up getting beat down too. Of course. They finally walk out. Uh, and they talk smack, saying that we're the Bullet Club. Uh-huh. There's no leader here. We're all equal. I'm talking smack. So we go back to the ring. Um, we finally see peace between Cody and Kenny. They hug it out. And I guess this is the version of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. At least 
the unity between the elite, the Bucks, the the Bucks, Cody, Squirrel, Adam Page, Takahashi, Chase Owens, and Omega. Mm-hmm. Omega's the leader, and there's your Bullet Club. So, if you've been watching the social web, social media, whatever, Tamatanga has been throwing shade. Yeah, he uh, has. A lot of people have been questioning where's Balak Fale's loyalty uh, side in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a post, I believe it was Tuesday, or no, Monday, saying fuck him. Yes, with the Bullet Club font. And then later that same day, he posted a picture. I'm siding with the Tungans. And it was like Tungans for life or something like that mm-hmm. with the two sweet. And it was like Tungans, like the Godfather uh, font. Or, was it the Godfather? Yeah, the Godfather font. And so you, you automatically know he's riding with uh, Team Tama. Yeah. And then if you watch the recent episode of Being the Elite, towards the end, um, they show everything that transpired. And then... You see Kenny Omega, Marty Scroll, Adam Page, and the Young Bucks eating in there in the hotel room. And then you hear a knock on the door. Cody Rhodes comes in and he sits down to Kenny Omega. Omega offers him, like, I think it's like a chicken nugget or something. And then Cody just says, So, how are we going to get these motherfuckers? One thing I did notice about this hotel room scene uh-huh. there's no Takahashi, there was no Chase Owens. They're still undecided. Dis- they're still disassociated. Associating with them, okay, which to me is a red flag. Why? If you're the Bullet Club, and now they're showing unity, yeah, shouldn't they be involved in there? Because they got beat up too. Let's fast forward to let's let's rewind back during the NWO split with the Wolfpack uh-huh. in Hollywood. How many people were jumping back and forth between Hollywood and Wolfpack? Oh, Luger jumped like uh, L- Luger and fucking a uh, Macho Norton. Man and then Kurt, Kurt Henning saying he's Wolfpack and then he went back to Hollywood. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that between these two Bullet Club factions. Okay. Also, the million dollar question in all of this, why wasn't Kota Ibushi in this event? Where was Kota Ibushi in all this? Yeah, where was he? There's a lot of holes still there. Well, we'll see what they, what they do with that. And it's funny that all this happened during this event because there's all these rumors going around with, you know, the Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega because their contracts end towards the end of this year. Well, yes. Omega's ends, the I think, the last day of January. Mm-hmm. Could they possibly get signed? Well, they so say something interesting. So I asked you the question, if the Young Bucks do get signed with the WWE, is the Bullet Club done? And I think based on some of the events that we've seen this past Saturday, I think there still is a future of the Bullet Club. Yeah. And, and it's funny because you asked me that question. On, Before any of this yeah, happened. Yeah, on Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and as all this is happening, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, they're not dead. They're not dead. They're going to keep going because they've always bounced back when Balor left, AJ left, Adam Cole left. Every yeah. time a guy leaves, they somehow that, uh, that stable always knows where to because, get the right guy you, to you come in. you have the top guy, then they leave, then you have the next guy step up. Or if you know what, the next guy is not ready yet, mm-hmm. then we'll bring somebody else that kind of fits that mold. Because there's a lot of guys that could fit in that mold right there and make it successful. Mm-hmm. What's the chat saying? Uh, the video was called Fuck Them, uh, the, the one that uh, being the elite uh, put back. And uh, finally, Tamatanga has made his move. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what happened at G1 Special. Um, right now, as of right now, I don't think it was better than Dominion, but I think it's probably top five shows of the year mm-hmm. so far. As of now, that could change by the end of the hey, year. We're still in July. But this, the G1 Special, is all a, a preview for the G1 Climax, uh-huh. which is a tournament, which the winner of this tournament will go on to main event Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. In January. So this is what we got for Block A. Block A, and I know you're into blocks and stuff because, you know, with the with the World Cup and stuff, so I know you cur- you yeah. understand the whole block thing. Group A. Yeah. So, Block A, we got Michael... Group A. Group A. Block A, we got Michael Elgin, Evil, Bad Luck Fale, uh, Maccabee, uh, Okada, Adam Page, Minoru Suzuki, Tanahashi, Jay White, and Yoshihashi. And then in Block B, we got Goto, Kotobushi, Ishii, Naito, Kenny Omega, Juice Robinson, Zack Sabre Jr., Sonata, Tamatanga, and Yano. G1 Climax starts this Friday going on to Saturday. So you, if you want to watch it live on the NJPW World, you got to uh-huh. watch it. I think it's like at 3, 4 in the morning. Um, that's when it starts. So you know what I'll be doing. Staying up. Yeah, I'll be staying up. I'll be probably catching some catching some Zs sometime before that. Set my alarm so I can watch the, the night one of the G1. Okay. Now, with all that happened at the G1, what are the futures of Omega and Cody with all those rumors about them possibly going back or going to WWE once their contracts run out? If I was a betting man, I could see... Are we doing that? Can we make again? No, no, no. I'm just, I, if I was a betting man right now, I don't see Cody leaving. I don't see the Bucks leaving yet. I could possibly see Omega leaving. For at least a year. No, I could see Omega leaving next year. No, no, I'm talking about the Bucks Buc- and, and Cody. Cody and Bucks, they, they're, they're definitely not leaving. You need to get at least All In, too. At yeah, least. I don't see... And, and depending on how successful All In, they might not want to leave at all. No, they don't have to. They don't have to at this point. They found another option. They found option B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Uh, what are the chats saying? Anything else? No. Anything else worth noting? Uh, in the Gorilla of Destiny video... Bad Luck Fale was smoking a cigar talking to Tama, and they say, let's light them up. Well, there you go. I think uh, there's a civil war between the Bullet Club. I'm interested because I've been fucking calling it for so damn long. He has. He has. Um, I like it. And hopefully, what wishful thinking, hopefully this leads for a really, really legit Tama Tonga push because he's he great it. in the ring. He has a look for it. And there's no reason why he hasn't gotten a singles run yet. Well, and plus in New Japan too, they, you know that look does elevate him even more out there. I think he he's he's long overdue for a strong push. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. is. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh! Before we wrap up, Hit the one, one more thing. One more thing. Next week, we're not sure when we're gonna do the show. Eh. We're not sure if we're gonna do it Wednesday. We're not gonna do it Thursday. We're not really sure what day we're gonna do Saturday. it yet. So make sure Sunday. you keep up to date with our our Instagram and Facebook posts. We'll yeah. definitely drop some news when we know when Where we're gonna do it. Where can they find us? They can find us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. They can find us on the Instagrams. They can follow us on Facebook. You wanna know something? Also on Twitter. The other day, I was looking at our Instagram page. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and, and I search. You gotta hit me the button though. Hit me with the button. Just, just let me handle it. Just okay. keep talking. So I was looking at the Instagram page, uh-huh. and I saw James Espanto. Okay, he made actually made he he's following one person. Okay, at Lucha Outsiders. Okay, that's Us. cool. That's cool. Okay, shout out to James, Jessica Hoffman. Okay, follows 
Us. Okay. Christopher Brown. Okay. Us. Gio Rees. Okay. Sal Rees. Okay. Rated R since 87. Okay. At Show Futboleo. Okay. At Dante. Okay. At Vincent. Okay, get to the point. You know who doesn't follow us? <laughs> Tone underscore 51. We're still waiting for you to come to the dark side. Couple haters. Just saying. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're not sure when we're going to do the show next week, yeah. guys, but just stay up to date. Follow our Instagram and Twitter. Like us on Facebook, and you'll stay up to date. Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff today. They can also let us know about the mics if they sound better. Yes, let us know about the sound quality. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show at Lucha Outsiders. Find us on iTunes. You want to be fancy? Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, La Mesclab, wherever you download or listen to your podcast. Leave us a five-star frog splash rating view. Comments, grievances, bury this guy right here. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to support us, support the show, head over to CollarNobleBrand.com. Use our promo code <sighs> Lucha Rated R. It will save you 10% on your next purchase. If you want to support us directly, head over to LosRadio.com. Pick up a hat, pick up a shirt, pick up both. Um, I have a puppy, Matt Kids. Yeah, I got Matt Kids. One of them is behind the camera. Uh, hashtag Mario's the kingpin of wrestling. Hashtag <laughs> Bad Luck Leo. <laughs> bad Luck Leo, that's a good one. Dab on him. Good show, guys. Yeah, right? yeah good show. Thank you for being with us. Remember, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. You can go ahead and let your friends know about us. You can also check out the show again. And when we drop the SoundCloud version, make sure you hear that. Let us know what you think. It's portable. You can take it anywhere. Yeah. Thanks so much. Make sure you tune into our social pages. And for Leo Shofubuleo. And yours truly, Rated R. Yeah. Mr. Rated R. Keep it Rated R. And stay. Oh, too sweet. Too sweet. I pressed the wrong button. Okay, we're good.